From the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Atlantic City Fantasy Sports Podcast. To participate, tweet us at AC Fantasy Sports or send us an email at info at acfantasysports.com. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome, folks, to Championship Weekend, uh, the Atlantic City Fantasy Sports Podcast. Back with you, Nick and Drew, analyzing the two games today. We're down yeah, well, to two. If last weekend is the greatest weekend sports weekend of the year, this is the best day. Sports day of the year, it is. right? It is an amazing Championship sports weekend. day, but i got to be honest, Nick, I doubt anything can live up to what happened last weekend. It's usually amazing. coming off the heels of something that fantastic. You're bound You're for like a that. letdown. Well, a reversed wildcard weekend was awful. Awful. We have too many teams in the playoffs, and it's, I mean, like the Eagles being in the playoffs. Oh, the Steelers. Yeah, just these teams. We don't need seven teams per conference in the playoffs. But boy, did they make up for it last weekend with walk-off after walk-off after walk-off. Yeah, in remarkable fashion for the games last week. And if you listen to us, you probably got some good advice and some bad advice. Uh, Uh, We we won last week. Yeah, we were pretty solid overall. Listen, the Titans... If they play that game again, I'm still betting the Titans. Like, I, I don't expect Tannehill to throw three picks. I like the. I've been telling you since day one of yeah, these no, playoffs. Yeah, I not buy I in. I do not Bengals. buy in. I have had a Bengals feeling. Did if, I not? If, if you notice, I, did I, I not at least say three games? Did I not tell you? You when did. We were predicting our. You did. Uh, although there hasn't been a ton of production. No. From those guys. There's been virtually no. The The freaking kicker. kicker. That was the guy. (laughs) Mac Money. Mac Money. How about that line? That guy gets out there and goes, congratulations, we're going to the AFC Championship. Looks dead eye in the camera, says it, and kicks that kick. Yeah. I mean, that is... They drafted him, right? Yeah. Bro, you miss that kick... That thing's going to carry around with you for the rest of your entire life. Oh, you never get over... You're you're Norwood. You're Norwood. It's way worse than Norwood. <laughs> Norwood never called it to camera and then went wide right. No, he just shit his pants yeah. on his way out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Try to try to kick a forty-six yarder with a load in his pants. Yeah, this is this is an entirely <laughs> different aspect of it. And uh, the guy was just money. I mean, he Mac looked at the, money. What a nickname. Oh the problem is, is like he'll eventually he's gonna miss a big kick. Yeah, but you know what, like. That was the one where you couldn't miss and yeah. get delivered, and now you just don't have to ever say it again. Don't yep. ever say it again. Don't call your shot a single time. You will always be remembered by that uh, by that shot called. So uh, let's get to the games. Start with the Bengals and the Chiefs. Nick, 
3 o'clock start, East Coast time, noon West Coast time, AFC Championship game. Patrick Mahomes vying to become the youngest quarterback ever to start three Super Bowls in a row. Okay. And one of only handful of quarterbacks ever to do it. Right. Uh, fourth. He'll be the fourth. He'll be the fourth quarterback right. Brady, ever to do it. Brady, Kelly, who couldn't, Kelly couldn't win one. Did not win one in the four attempts he went. And then, yeah, Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, undefeated quarterback. Bob, not Brian Greasy. That tells you how old I am. When you start making the mistake of calling him Brian accidentally, it's like, oh, he's insulted. Um, Well, let's see what Atlantic City has in store for this game because there are some really interesting, uh, I I would say, parlays, some potential... uh, over under yeah and make sure you check out your sites because i know like DraftKings right now you can get a free 25 dollars. they say it's risk-free what it is is you can bet 25 dollars, and if you lose you get a 25 dollar free bet but i mean if you're gonna bet anyway you might as well take advantage of it um and i have a lot of i, I don't say a lot but i have some real good uh game script type of props that i like in this game mm-hmm. i guess first of all let's talk about the game yep over under Opened up at 51. And now it is all the way up to 54 and a half. And what's, what's scary is I actually like the over. Yeah, I still game. like the over. But it's but hard as to the money it. starts, it, everybody, there, see, a couple of interesting things are going to happen. First of all, what happens in the early game, and we'll get to this when we analyze the second game, is going to affect the second game. Because if people lose big on Cincinnati Chiefs, they're going to go for the over. The over is going to push on the San Francisco uh, Rams game. And the reason why is, historically speaking, when people take a bath on the early of a two-game slate, they push for the over in the late. So if you like the under in Rams, which I do... Yes. Hang in there. Hang in there. Wait for the end of correct. the Chiefs game, it's and then you can it. fire away under. Especially so that's, that's if good advice. there's some funky stuff going on in this game. Because if teams are... If it's going against now, the... Now, vice uh, versa, though, if this game comes under by... So, no, I th- we think most of the money, though, is on the over on this one. Oh, so you're saying if this one comes under and people lose... Right. Then they'll fire over They're going to the fire one? the over on the next one. Okay. That's what I think. Generally speaking, what happens is the late game gets the action pushing the over. And in that matchup, in that particular matchup, the under is hit a ridiculous number of times. Okay. Like they, they, that under went down. So it's like right. kind of vice versa. This right. this under was at 51. This was at 51. And it went up. All the money pushed it up to 54 and a half. Now I'm even seeing 55s. So if you yeah, got well, that the last if you got time, that 51, the last time these two teams played, Joe Burrow threw for 425 yeah, yards. I don't expect to see that again. No, but, but you do see the fact that there's the potential for an offensive shootout. Right. And you have two very, very potent offenses and a defense. He was sacked nine times. He was, but I'll tell you one thing that's interesting about that. And I'm going to make this statement, and it sounds counterintuitive and quite crazy. Those nine sacks are why they won the game, not why they lost. And the reason why is he did not see open receivers during a lot of those sacks. At least four of them that I went back and looked at were covered sacks. The old Burrow rushes that throw, tries to make it, and throws an interception. He was nearly flawless in not turning the ball over, and they needed every one of those. So sometimes you got to just say, okay, there's nothing down there. Don't force it in. Yeah, well, that's an Aaron Rodgers way of playing where it's like he never forces it. He doesn't turn the ball over, but he also, you know. But, might leave some out there. But that uh, helped him. Well, I will say this, this about game, Burrow. Him. 
Um, apparently, he's like magnificent against the blitz. So the teams that blitz the most him the most this year, so Steelers, Ravens, and the Chiefs mm-hmm. are the teams that blitz the most that he played this year. He had a QBR that would have been number one in the NFL. Yeah, against the rest of the teams he played, mm-hmm. so the rush four type teams, he had below average QBR. I so you know, in this situation where he's going to be looking at maybe a lot of blitzing, that does benefit him. And that also goes to one of my game script props I love, which is Burrow over in attempts. Hmm. This is Joe Burrow's game to win or lose. They are not going to win this game by, you know, handing it off to Joe Mixon. So I love Mixon under yards. I do think they're going to try to give him a couple carries early. So you might even want to look to Joe Mixon under yards in the second half. So, like, if he goes out there and say he's got 35 rushing yards in the first half, jump on the under because as this game becomes a shootout, you know, it's it's going to be Burrow throwing it. I'm going to give you a bonker statistic here, Nick. Okay. <clears throat> the number two team in the NFL that plays the cover one coverage scheme, which is essentially man-to-man, mm-hmm. is the Atlanta Falcons, who average about 49.5% of their plays in coverage one. Okay. The Chiefs are number one. I thought you said Falcons were number one. No, Falcons are number two. Oh, Chiefs are number one. Okay. Yeah. Chiefs are number one at 63.5. Right, so it's a okay. large margin. Joe Burrow's passer rating against cover one, number one in the NFL. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you see what you see is because he has three receivers that can all dominate cover one. Mm-hmm. You're going to play man receiver on Jamar Chase. You're going to play man receiver on T. Higgins. All right, so... And I'll, I'll give you to a dark horse this, from this a fantasy like standpoint. The, this like makes me like the over even more. Who's Who's Manzada? Who's not on the team, but his uh, his uh, his sister is Uzama. Uzama. Uzama is a play this week because really? Uzama is going to be seeing a lot in that cover one against an absolute inferior uh, linebacking core that cannot cover him. Okay. So you're going to see something out of Uzama. I will go out on a limb and say. Uzama scores a touchdown today. All right. I, I'm not sure what the odds are on that. Hey, listen. But I'm here to I'm give sure you insight. It's got to be 2-1, to one, something like that, yeah, in, yeah. in that range. Because I think Jamar Chase is you know, probably about even money to score a touchdown. Um, I'm not a big touchdown score prop person. I, I just I, I know a lot of people that love to play them, and they love to put them in parlays because the payouts are so big. Sure. I just find it to be very hit or miss, and I – you know, I, I don't play those as much. Um, I like, I'm liking all the overs here, man. I'm liking the Kansas City over. Um, if you can get 31 at 54 and a half, I just think these teams are going to score. Are there any individual bets that you like? Yeah, I want Mixon under. Okay. Because you're not going to be able to keep up in a shootout by handing the ball off. And I, I really haven't seen as much of him in the last half of the year as I saw in the beginning. I like Joe Burrow over they need a in massive attempts. game for him. Because no matter what happens, Kansas City, I think, is getting theirs. No matter what happens, Kansas City's getting theirs. So Burrow's going to have to throw. Yep. So that, you know, and if you could parlay, like, mixing under in yards with Burrow over attempts and maybe Kansas City's team total over, like, that, that's what I'm seeing here. Okay. I see a script in which, like, I see a script in which Joe Burrow goes in there and is just overmatched and the crowd is just. On him. Too much for him. But he's still going to have to throw. Sure. No matter what. Four quarters. So, you know, 
And, and I like the Chiefs in the game. I mean, do I want to lay seven and a half? No, I don't. The thing Got about Burrow is he's just never had that moment. Where he shits himself. and It's never even yeah. It's never even kind of it, manifested, even I, a little. I know, but we've created this script over the last two playoff wins where it's like this. He won a college national title against I, I, Nixon. I know. He did have <laughs> like, Jamar he, Chase and Justin yeah, he's Jefferson. Still, he's got that guy and, again. <laughs> he's got T. Higgins on the other side. True. So, <laughs> Listen, these are the Kansas City freaking Chiefs. You, know you know how many times the Chiefs haven't covered at home in the playoffs of the Pat Mahomes era? Here's my point. Uh, I, how I, many times this... have the Kansas City Chiefs not covered at home in the Pat Mahomes era? Oh Answer the question. Zero? One. All Tom right. Brady. One, when Tom okay. Brady beat him in Arrowhead. So, okay. I mean, you're talking about a team that's won three straight AFC yeah, yeah. championship games. Yeah. Or, or been, oh, sorry, been this three straight championships. My contention isn't that the, the Bengals are going to dominate. My contention is that this game is not going to come down to can Joe Burrow be effective against the Chiefs. That's going to happen. He's going to be effective against okay. the Chiefs. The question is, can the Bengals do slightly better than the Bills did last week, which was not even show up and just let Kansas City have their way with them to the point where they scored a field goal with 13 freaking seconds left, Nick. Yeah. Okay? A oh, clown yeah. could have figured out how to win that game. You squib it, the game's over. All you right. got to do is squib kick, game's over. Right. He's got six seconds left after that. I, I, I Listen, I agree. I so completely I, I, agree. I, I don't understand how the Bengals who That put was up just a, a game where nobody could stop anybody. Bengals put up a tremendous game. Now, here's what it could come down to. Literally, the Bengals have to make plays on defense and turn the ball over. If they don't make plays on defense and turn the ball over and Mahomes plays a clean game, Bengals have no shot at winning. Any, Even idea, how many, any idea how many interceptions Pat Mahomes has thrown in the playoffs? He doesn't. One. Right. 24 touchdowns and one pick. Yeah, but the running backs fumble. Okay? There's other things that could happen that could oh, cause yeah. a turnover. Listen, I, I'm a Packers fan. Right. I saw a block punt. I saw a block punt. Right. So I, I get it. Things happen. Star has but, to happen for him to it's win. It's going to be in the 40s. It's just... Today's a day for the bazaar, Nick. Well, we'll, we'll see. Today's a day for the bazaar. We'll Can you imagine a repeat of the Super Bowl with the Bengals and Niners? Hey. You and, you, and you got Joe Burrow, Joe Cole. I can't. I mean, the, the, the truth is I can't. And it's not because I don't think the Niners can get there. I don't see a scenario in which the Bengals leave that stadium. Uh, I just don't. It's, it's an impossible dream to dream. But, uh, I, you know, as a... I think it's Cinderella and it's midnight and the slipper's off. and it's find over. out. I, I, I think let's they got, find out. I, I think they got lucky to beat the Raiders. I think they got even luckier to beat the Titans. Here's the thing. I, can't I don't make think a the Raiders single, are that good. I don't I can't think the Titans make, are that good. I can't this make a recommendation. Football, I cannot re- make a recommendation to bet on the Bengals. But I can make a recommendation to bet on the over. Because I do see it the way Nick sees uh, it. I, I agree. Where yeah, even I if the Bengals the win... It's going to be the defense that scores some points, and yeah. it's going to be points. Yeah. So that's what I like. All right. I think we've hit this game pretty much from all uh, angles. I, I, you've got all my picks. Yeah. All right. Let's every go to San Francisco and the Rams. Now, look, everybody knows the history here. Six straight games, the Rams have been dominated by the Niners, except the last one where they were winning and then just completely crapped the bed and fell apart. You know that was the first time that McVay ever lost a game that he was leading at half? Yeah. Uh, which is in, in a seventeen-point lead. Seventeen-point lead, and a lot of reasons for that that may not be relevant this time around. But I gotta tell you, when people just say, "Oh well, you know, this time it's different. They're playing better. They're a better team." Six times in a row. Oh, listen, there's there's something here. You don't have to tell me. There's something here. I, I, there 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 is some. Now now here's what I have found. 
from research, hard research, which I try to bring to the table for Atlantic City Fantasy Sports. It turns out that the Rams uh, have a run defense that is exceptional at plugging gaps in a short, compact, man-blocking scheme, right? Anything up the middle. Okay. You're not running against them. But the zone-blocking scheme... Out on the edges? Completely neutralizes what they And that's what Shanahan is the master of? He's the master of. Right. So they have figured out a way to run on this defense from all angles. Sweeps, reverses, pitches. Just zone-blocking scheme that they don't... The Rams just do not know how to defend. And even when they figured out how to defend it, they couldn't. Because they switched. They switched their whole scheme to defend the zone, right? And they still couldn't do it. Well, that's the, the Rams dominate in the trenches on both sides of the ball. But it seems like against the Niners, they have no advantage by doing that, where the Niners are sort of that's doing, 100% the same, correct. They're doing the same thing. So, you know, for me, that is something that just cannot be denied. And it really is why I like the under, because, and I, I do like the under if the over under goes higher. Because I think well, it's going to be right know, on the line. You know that Shanahan does not want to shoot out, right? No. <laughs> you know that. No. I think he's going to hope for 12-play, 85-yard drives that take 7, 8, you know, 748 off the clock. Because no matter what we when, we... when we analyze this game, no matter what argument you can make, you got to say the Rams' advantage at quarterback is significant. It's significant. It's a significant, and it's it a lot to have to make up. But if it's Jimmy G most throwing important. less than 20 times a game, and I think the over-under on Jimmy G's passes are like 20 and a half or 21 and a half, then the game script is going to be and a like, whole so lot like of running. Maybe Jimmy G under in yards, even though I like the Niners, because yeah. I, I just don't see a game script. No, I think where it's Debo they Samuel with a hundred yards rushing. Yeah, I think it's you know I'll just it's get uh, the balls, Elijah Mitchell can. with a hundred yards. How is rushing? Elijah Mitchell's health? I, I know that he had like an ankle or something. Like I'm, the I'm, latest report the, the, on him. The one thing that's worrying me about the Niners too is that tackle will uh, Trent Trent Brown. No, uh, Trent uh, Williams. Right? Williams, yes. Um, I know he didn't practice this week. So, does that create a situation where the Niners can't run their zone blocking the way that they want to if he's not playing? Yeah, I, 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 I think that that definitely has. Because when I'm looking at this line, and I, I, I say to myself, "Wait a second. Yeah, he's good to go. He's a little banged up, but he's good to go. He practiced. Okay, and Trent Williams is questionable. Yeah." Which makes me nervous. Sure. Uh, because I look at this line and I'm like, wait a second. I'm catching three and a half with a team. Like, forget about the Rams. Home, whatever home field advantage you think the Rams have. They don't have a home They've field. already complained. that They we, don't have a home field advantage. They They're a transient team. Their fan base is in St. Louis for the most part. Okay. Second of all, any team that comes into L.A. is bound by the fact that you're a BS fan base. Right. No one takes you seriously. Jimmy People G march into your city in like they own six it. Six degrees at Lambeau Field, and now you're going to put them in won. a dome in LA. Yeah, and he like, won, right? So it's like, right. you, you, so I don't. The home field advantage, I maybe give them a point if you want. I think Fine. Jimmy G goes next year. You want to hear a dark horse team that I think would be a great fit for him? How about Pittsburgh? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I haven't even. I haven't even thought he's about it. Get yet. a contract, man. You know, oh he's yeah, a free I mean, agent. Got to the Super contract. Bowl a couple of years ago. Right, nice in the AFC or the yeah. NFC Championship yeah. game with a. Yeah, and, and people. I mean, listen, he's looked bad, but he's been hurt. Yeah, yeah. And he's out there you know, gutting it out. So, yeah. um, but when I look at this line of three and a half, the, the only thing, and, and again, you know, if you want to, if you want to gamble, that's fine. 
I look at it more as like when I make sports bets, I do it in a way that is I'm not going to just sit here and throw a bunch of money on one game because I know, listen, even if I have a great read on a game, maybe it's 55 Sixty percent the win, right? Right. Like I, I know I'm not sitting here Guaranteed. going like I want to. So like, you don't mortgage your house. Folks. So like I, I love the Niners in this game. Like from I love them, but I'm only going to maybe bet two times my normal bet. Like I'm not going to go crazy, but man, when I look at this line, I feel like what am I missing? How is this? How are the Niners getting three and a half when we know that? Shanahan has beat this guy six times in a row. They beat him twice this year. Twice this year. And, and when you beat a team twice in the regular, oh, it's tough to beat a team three times. Bullshit. They're over 65% the third time when they play in the playoffs. Like, this just looks like the Niners to me so much. I, see, I, what am I missing? That's the thing. And if, that, if you go that back scares and watch those little games, bit. it's, it's matchup-based the reason they won. It's not a fluke. It's because the scheme that the Niners are running completely negates the strengths of the Rams. That's not something that every team can do. The Packers weren't able to run a, a, a zone uh, attack. And if you're going to tell me it's because on the back of Matt Stafford, 15 days ago, Matt Stafford never won a playoff game. Jimmy G playing the Super Bowl, and I could argue was one play away from yeah, winning. From it. winning it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. the, the, the matchup, plus he's healthier, he's had another week. To, to and I do that think shoulder, you're going to have a Niners finger. crowd there. I think it's going to be 50 oh, uh, 50. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, again, I, I, the home field advantage, could you, could you ever. Like, the Niners are a great road team, too. Stadium's they're, too big to fail. The, the, yeah, the, the Niners are a like, better road team than they are a home team they're anyway. Yeah, they're a great road team. So, yes, I, I love the under. Um, and even though I love the Niners, I could hear an argument for Jimmy G under. My pick of the game for this, which I just absolutely love. Is Cam Akers under 63 and a half yards rushing? Yes. He fumbled twice. twice. Guess who doesn't fumble? Sony Michelle. Right. I'll tell you something else. And he's where, looked where, bad anyway. Well, he's looked good, but in the passing game. So it's not. I think oh, he's gonna okay. Have, well, running the ball last week, he ran for terrible. two yards a carry. Right. But where he has looked good in the last two weeks, it's been catching the ball out of the backfield. So, so your third down back. Yeah, maybe. I think he bleeds. Uh, I, I think you're going to have to give you a healthy dose of Michelle because I think it's a lot for. Acres to handle. I mean, the guy came back from an Achilles injury, same season. It's almost never done. So. This would be the earliest the guy's ever come back. Right. So, so in my opinion, pound that under. Yeah. Um, I, I love that. I like Jimmy G under. I mentioned before. Yeah, under attempts. I like uh, that. I love 49ers in the first half plus three. In the first half. And plus three and a half for the game. And I would even sprinkle a little on the money line for the Niners. Yeah, the uh, under in the first half is where I like the play. I okay. think it's going to be very tight to the vest early. Let's get some of that. Um, I think I'm you, you totally know, look, on board with that. Last time you did see the Rams get out to a big lead, uh, but I just think there's going to be tension. I think there's a. This is a different ball game in the AFC cha- or the NFC Championship game. I think there's going to be a lot more tension early. Well, it's uh, baby brother against big brother, and big brother has owned baby brother. So, will there be any nerves from McVeigh? You know, interesting we'll stuff. See. All right. Well, that's it for Championship Weekend Recap on Atlantic City Fantasy Sports. For Nick, my name is Drew. This we'll has been the Atlantic the City Fantasy Weekend. Sports Podcast. Visit us online at acfantasysports.com for more information. Atlantic City Fantasy Sports is part of the live network.